Section 45 of Editorials of the Dial Magazine, Volume 66. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The memorandum of the Allied governments transmitted to the German government November 5, 1918, by President Wilson, which formed the basis of the armistice, affirmed the willingness of the Allies in the United States to make peace on the basis of the 14 points promulgated by the President January 8, 1918, and the principles of settlement enunciated in his subsequent addresses. It further expressly defined the compensation to be made by Germany, and limited the liability to damage done to the civilian population of the Allies by the aggression of Germany by land, by sea, and from the air. Scarcely had the ink of the signatures dried when this provision was cast aside by Mr. Lloyd George in his election appeal on the basis of making germany pay the entire cost of the war and on this platform england gave him a huge majority in the new parliament england's repudiation of this explicit provision of the armistice gave the cry to france and italy in the months that have followed what has transpired of the deliberations of the peace conference has had no reference to the agreement made through president wilson the whole discussion has turned on what Germany can pay. Now that the sum has been fixed approximately, and it appears that it is far smaller than was implied in the promises of the Allied governments to their people, there is still no mention of its distribution, according to the principle laid down in the armistice. On the contrary, Mr. Lloyd George has reaffirmed to Parliament his pre-election promises, and the latest forecast of the apportionment gives to England a third of what is now everywhere referred to as the German indemnity. Whether the amount paid by Germany is sufficient or not to cover damage done to the civilian population and their property, the Allies have made a scrap of paper of their engagement. This is not the most serious infraction of the terms of the armistice. The most immediately important of the fourteen points are those having to do with territorial arrangements, and here again the discussions of the conference have inevitably led to the belief that the allies would not be bound by their promises the proposed arrangements in regard to the czar valley and the left bank of the rhine are an implicit contravention of the eighth point as that in regard to danzig is of the thirteenth still further the armistice set definite boundaries to military occupation by the allied forces the breaking of those boundaries in Hungary was the immediate cause of the overthrow of Count Karoly's government. The ninth point states that a readjustment of the frontiers of Italy should be effected along clearly recognizable lines of nationality. The armistice allowed the temporary occupation of German territory by Italian forces, with the result described by the New Zuricher Zeitung, February 28, 1919, as follows. The Italians are continuing their policy of forcibly annexing German South Tyrol, and thus confronting the Paris Peace Conference with a fait accompli, in contrast to the army of occupation in Germany, which did not prevent the population, with the exception of Alsace-Lorraine, from voting for the German National Assembly. The Italians prohibited the inhabitants of German South Tyrol from taking part in the national Austrian elections. Recently, the German communes were visited by commissions of Italian officers who induced people who do not understand a word of Italian to sign statements expressing satisfaction with the Italian occupation. 
as the inhabitants do not know what they are signing they are told that the statements submitted to them are receipts for food about to be distributed any one of the native officials who refuses to sign is denounced to his community as opposing the distribution of food supplies in meran the teaching of italian in the schools has already been made obligatory history is now being taught according to italian books it is also significant that general amante has given orders to italianize the names of all railroad stations in the german section of south tyrol it is superfluous to point out that a league of nations which should set out by guaranteeing political arrangements brought about such methods would be merely a form of capitalizing dishonor and validating a lie end of section forty five